talk with the six men. Be better than yesterday, I gotta be better than yesterday No matter if I'm playing six man or star, I'm better than yesterday I gotta be better than yesterday, I gotta be better than yesterday No matter if I'm playing six man or star, I'm better than yesterday We gotta be better, do better, that's every minute, every second Drop a juice, hope you collecting them. The voice of the people, we all gon' get heard. This real feel never clear what I say. Always tuned in, never tuned out. Gotta stay walking, be a sleepwalker. Gotta stand up, got too many stand out. Stay ready, like the six man of the year. We up now. We, we, we up now. Be better than yesterday, I gotta be better than yesterday. No matter if I'm playing six man or star, I'm better than yesterday. Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back to the show, Real Talk with the Six Man. Man, I got a special guest today, man. I'm excited. She almost canceled on me because of traffic. <laughs> so I'm glad she made it. But I'm yeah. glad you made it, though. I mean, I, I've been seeing what you've been doing. I appreciate and I, it. And I definitely wanted to get you on because I feel like it's a lot of, um, you know, it's a lot of, I'm going to say, the younger people who really don't know what they want to do. They don't really mm -hmm. know. Um, what's out there for them and I think you you were the perfect um, entrepreneur right. you know kind of giving the younger generation uh, a taste of what high school was and then when you left high school not really knowing what you wanted to get into or what you wanted to do and then as I follow you on Facebook as I follow you um, on um, Instagram and then now when I went on your webpage I'm, I'm just I mean me, me personally I'm, I'm um, what's the word I'm looking for um, I'm proud, but I'm humble though, because it's like I've known you for so long. I mean, I've known you since you was a baby, and that's, <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing that hits home for me because I can remember when you was like this, and then I can remember when my daughter was the same size, and mm -hmm. now y'all grown, doing y'all thing in school, <laughs> you know, doing y'all thing, and it's like it's a it's a beautiful thing. So I wanted to get you on and kind of you know be a voice for the younger people. You know what I mean? So. I kind of want you to just start out with, you know, telling everybody who you are, um, you know, what you do, what's your brand, and we'll kind of get into, you know, what the brand is, why you name it, that name, mm -hmm. and we'll get into a lot of the, you know, the conversation. All right. My name is Mache. My brand is Butter Ovary. I get the name. It's my nickname. So, you know, when I used to hoop in school, everybody called me Shea Butter. Shea so, Butter. <laughs> I just took the butter part off and added Ovary. But in the midst of me, like, figuring out what I wanted my brand to be and everything, going over it with my pops, he was like, if you trying to be creative, your name basic. It can't be Butter Creation. So, I was like, oh, Lord, here you go. So... I was looking up like some synonym words okay. and I looked up uh, Aubrey, which is creations in French. And my name is French as well, so. Oh, that's Yeah, so that's where the name came from. Okay. Most of my artwork is based around a lot of expressions, I guess you can say, but I do yeah. a lot of cartoons, abstract, digital designs. I try to be 
a lot of uh, more versatile, I guess you could say, with everything. So I don't like to be stuck to just one specific type of form of work. I right. like to branch out and try other types of work. Uh, as far as school, shoot, in high school, you couldn't tell me nothing. I thought I was the shit's naive. Hey, <laughs> I was doing it though. Yeah, I went to Riverdale, was hooping there, and then everything basically took a different Riverdale route. Baptist. Yeah, Riverdale okay. Baptist and okay. Upper Marlboro. Um, and they've been doing pretty good. I mean, especially the girls. They've been doing pretty good. They've been doing all right. Aight. They ain't like the swag team, though. Shout out to all my swag team out there. 2014. But, um, yeah, it was pretty cool. Unfortunately, everything had took a different a different route. After my junior year, I want to say, I transferred to WISE. I went there my senior year, graduated from there. Then after that, I was like, well, I'm not playing basketball no more. I don't know what I'm going to do. Mm. So, started college. I went to St. Og. My freshman year, all I did was just party, went to class, you know, just doing what freshmen do. Same the devil, tell the truth. <laughs> just living my best life right. my freshman year, getting the, getting the college experience and everything like that. Excuse me. Went back home, uh, went to Bowie State, lived on campus, went out, tried the team as a make-on, made the team as a make-on. Didn't really go how I planned, but I still got the experience being on a college basketball team and everything like that. Right. And also, during that time, I was still kind of like learning myself, finding out who I am and okay. what I wanted to do. Okay. And I think that's when the fire department thing had came in, came into play. Okay. I found out about that through one of my classmates, and I went to the, um, the volunteer interest class that's what they call it when you when you're interested in becoming a member so i went there got all the information i needed and what gravitated me towards it was the program that they had it was the tuition reimbursement program Ah, yeah Yeah, that money sign calling my name so i was like it'll be a good opportunity not only for the tuition reimbursement but i get to see if i would actually like to have a career in this field so i did that did everything i needed to do and then everything went downhill from there. So it was kind of, it's been a, a rocky process with everything. I've learned during the time after I completed my classes and courses with everything. And even going on ride-alongs and seeing some things, it was just, that's something you really have to have a passion for. And I don't really have the mentality to go on calls like that back-to-back. So that's, that's where uh, I think I, I begin to take more um, how do I say it? Seeing different things like going through that experience, just being a volunteer member, but still being able to go on calls. I've grown like uh, it expanded my my vision. I guess you could say it made me appreciate life way more. Cause I think us as young people, we don't really uh, listen to our parents when they tell us be careful <laughs> let's uh, make sure you let me know whenever you make it in the house until be careful thinking. until something happened or yeah. you think you take one drink you good to drive right. and then they be like oh no so just stuff like that just made me appreciate life way more but it also taught me that you ain't got it like that you you better right. listen to your parents they right. tell you everything we, right we, we've done everything that you're doing now yeah and even more Right. So we try to tell you what to look out for. I mean, we know, we know you gonna experience life. We know that. Mm-hmm. But we try to give you look. I did this. Not telling you not to do that, but I did this, and this will happen. Yeah. So if you can find a way to get around <laughs> that, 
then you good. But if not, man, sometimes and we run into these roadblocks where we do something and we make a decision, but yet, you know, mm-hmm. we, we might be disappointed. But it's a, it's a life learning experience for you. So that, yeah. And it's something where you have kids, now you got your own life lessons and experiences mm-hmm. that you can explain to them why you shouldn't do this, look out for that, and things of that nature. So, I mean, it is what it is. But when you left high school, what did what did high school look like once you left high school? I mean, I know you, you talked about, you know, playing basketball because that was kind of your, your thing. But I know a lot of kids in high school now, you know, if they don't have, if they don't find that niche when they get out of high school, they get stuck. So they, and they think that there's nothing out here for them. They think that there's no, you know, no, no plan for them. But what kind of, what kind of structure or what kind of foundation did you have when you were leaving high school to kind of figure out what you wanted to do? Um, I would say <clears throat> in high school, middle school, I think everybody is born with some sort of talent in any shape or form. They just don't have the confidence to jump out there and do it because of fear. And then the way society is set up now, as you get older, uh, more people will start understanding. But if you have something that you like, I would say just go for it. It could be knitting. It could be... I don't know, making coffee, is that your, if that's your thing, then right. stick to it. Right. But I think, I didn't really find my passion until college, to be honest. Okay. So, one of my friends, with that, one of my friends, she actually convinced me to start drawing again. And this, that's the thing, I'm self-taught. I freehand everything. My grandmother, she wow. gave me a book, she gave me a cartoon book, it was like, here, draw this. And I was like, oh, all right, I'm going to do it. <laughs> and okay. then ever since then, I was just always sketch. Okay. And then... You know, life happened. She passed. R.I.P. to her. I miss her dearly. I didn't want to do it no more. You know, mm-hmm. it was just like, well, she's not here. That was the only person I would really do art, not to say do art for, but she encouraged me to do it and everything like that. But once that situation transpired, I was just like, I really don't know what I'm going to do now. Right. So my sophomore, my sophomore year, one of my friends, she pretty much spoke me into doing it and looking at it in more of a therapeutic way. Ah. So I had got back into drawing and then my friend here, oh, she used to hate when I didn't say that she got me to uh, start actually painting. Okay. So my friend here, we had like a little paint session in our dorm room. And the next day I saw she had some canvases over there with some paint, she wasn't using it. So I was like, hey, you, you gonna be using this? Can I have this? And she was like, go ahead. And ever since then, I just haven't looked back. Yep. And it's funny you mentioned that because when I, as I do this, even as I'm listening to you, it's therapy for me. Because mm-hmm. you never know um, the experiences people have and what they go through to kind of make them turn to some of the stuff that they're doing now. Even mm-hmm. though, you know, high school, it was still like, okay, what am I going to do? Okay, freshman year, I already know what freshman year looked like because I had my freshman <laughs> year, so I already know what that looked like. <clears throat> yeah. But kind of as you go through, you know, sophomore year, junior year, you, you start kind of, okay, I got to start really figuring out what it is I'm going to do. And, I mean, some people, you know, some kids get it figured out before they leave high school. Some people get it figured out right before they graduate college. I mean, everybody got their own little, yeah. little period. So it sounded like yours was like sophomore year mm-hmm. of, of college. And so kind of take us from that point to, to kind of where you are now, like trying to figure out what it was you <coughs> wanted to do and how this – this entity bloom and I'm gonna let you tell everybody the name and how you came about it and all that okay so when I first started paying 
I, I'm not even lying. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. My first image was actually with pastels. And then I think my first real actual painting, I did it after I saw the movie Detroit. Okay. I still got that one. That's one that's going to have some value to it. That's one I'm never going to paint over. Right. I'm going to keep that in the treasure. Right. <laughs> so, I just, after that, I was just like, Ma, I need to go to AC more. I need to rack up on some canvases, some paint. This is fun. I like this. So, excuse me, at first, it was just like a hobby. It was just something to do. And then one of my uh, homegirls I was uh, dealing with during the time, she actually, she built my confidence up with it, really. And I don't even think she know that. But, uh, so that helped me a lot. And it made me look at it in a more business type sense. Okay. But even with that, I still didn't know what I was doing. And you know, my dad, he got his own business and everything. So he would always tell me, if you need any help with anything with marketing, let me know. And me thinking I know it all, trying to figure it out, I would ignore his help. Right. Just still trying to do whatever I wanted. And I was also in school for business as well. So I did know a little bit, bit. but not on his level right. of knowing. And, and but but when you but when you got the when you got that that foundation that somebody kind of already know mm-hmm. what it is, you know, that got them started, you yeah. know, then they can help you. That yeah. that will help you. So I learned that later on down the line. Right. So around that time, it's like my junior year, I'm about to graduate. I'm still paying, still trying to sell and everything, but I have no idea how to price my work who to market this to. Like, I'm not thinking about none of that. And my, at that time, I'm just thinking like, yo, I'm about to be a huge artist. I'm about to make all this money. You know, just seeing stuff right. like on TV. But like, dang, they something like wrong that. With, it's nothing wrong with putting that in the air, though. It's nothing yeah. wrong with putting that positive energy in the atmosphere, though. Yeah, that's true. But um, after that happened, I would say, after I graduated, I didn't, I didn't really start taking more consideration into my craft until earlier on this year like okay. this year is the year i started looking at myself as a business okay and carrying myself a lot more differently than i did like i started taking track of my funds what i was spending on materials right. everything like that looking right. at who's buying my art who's not right. buying my art how can i get them to gravitate toward to right. what i'm doing things like right. that so it's really it's a process it really it doesn't happen overnight at all and it's hard. Anybody that's an entrepreneur, they know it's hard. You're going to have your days or your, your months where you going. It's lit. You get commissions back to back, mm-hmm. back to back, or you just selling mm-hmm. right off the back. And then you're going to have them days when it's like it's slow. You only got no no consistent um, customers coming in. You got to deal with things them, like that. the days that you got to keep going, though. That is the day. Like, you see, I'm always yeah. posting. Yeah. I'm always promoting yeah. myself, everything. Yeah. You gotta got just to. keep on pushing, keep on I pushing. I mean, I think, I think the days that, you know, you, you hear that little voice like, man, should I still be doing this? Then the days that you gotta get up on the fire and still do it because you never know what person you might touch. You never know who you might come across. Like, I, I, did, a, I, did, a, I did an interview and um, a story um, and got involved with a family. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Austin family, and I think ever since I um, got involved with them and their son getting shot in, um, on, on First and Wayne Place by the D.C. police, they didn't get any, um, I'm not going to say they wasn't getting any airplay or their story wasn't getting out, but you know, me having this platform and me kind of doing what I was doing, and I actually saw 
the the live feed last year mm-hmm. and, and not knowing it was her when she sent me the information i was like oh i, I saw this i watched it mm-hmm. so i connected with her they had a memorial for her son one one day um for his birthday kind of went out there and it just it just clicked like i want i want to do something for them so i yeah. ended up interviewing them mm-hmm. and i because i said i saw the channel nine interview and i wanted to interview them because i didn't like the way channel nine did the interview it was really like this just like real chopped up real quick mm-hmm. not really getting to let the mother show her raw emotion right so i allowed her to interview uh her and uh, um the dad of the son and it was just like i put it up on youtube with my youtube page and i mean right now today it's like 1700 views already so i felt like you know in that moment now like you were just saying your your your, your audience your target market yeah. i gotta start really being able to do something and putting it on my youtube channel so that way it can be you know seen so right. people can really go on my channel and really look at it so that way i can kind of know who i'm marketing to or who who watching so i got to put mm-hmm. more content on youtube as possible now and that's yeah. kind of my that's kind of one of my goals right now is trying to get as much you know um content on youtube as i possibly can but i was just getting to the point where you know just that alone is letting me know that's i can't stop now yeah. i got people listening i got mm-hmm. people watching you know if i don't do a live on facebook or if i don't do something you know they they asking me what's going on why you ain't going live today where, where you at where, you know what i'm saying yeah. and it's those days that you don't want to do nothing it's those days that you like damn should i do this mm-hmm. but then you got them people like hey slim what you what you doing today? You, you know, give me some yeah so <laughs> i think that when you look at it both ways it's a good job because you know you, if you got people that's your support and you got people that's pushing for you when they see you mm-hmm. kind of easing up they like hey what's up with you what you doing and yeah. then that and then that pushes you to keep going so my advice the days that it don't look like it's gonna be you know what i'm saying it's gonna be all just good. keep pushing joe it's funny that you said that though because sometimes it gets it gets a little overwhelming like i have my i have a few breakdowns sometimes not gonna lie to you because i just in the back of my mind i know my grandmother is here in spirit and everything and she's watching over me I just still wish that she's here, so I don't always feel completely happy right. whenever I make a sale, whenever I get a new project done. It's just, right. it's not really like a wholesome feel, I would say. And especially when I get people that inbox me and tell me that I inspire them to paint again, right. or I motivate them to do this. I'm like, I never would have even thought that I would have that type of effect on somebody, especially with this one piece that I that I did recently. Not recently, probably. I think I sold it around February. Her aunt sent me a video of her opening the gift, and she just bust out crying. I saw that. And you I was like, that. "Oh my god!" I was lost for words. The, the reaction. <laughs> yeah, you I didn't know. Never know. I didn't know what to do. I was just like, "Wow!" So, All I gotta do is keep going. So get into get into the piece of how grandma kind of falls into the business for you. She threw me that pencil and that and that book and just said do it and I was like, that's all I can say really. But I think more so now. Whenever I do expression pieces, I think of her the most. Okay. Because in a sense, I'm venting, and I'm also trying to like clear my mind. So it really depends. But whenever I'm painting, I'm that's the that's when I feel closest to her. Okay. <clears throat> If that answers your question. So and so when I and so when I look at the site, right, mm-hmm. and I, and I see you and I see the name yeah. and I see B U B free be creative, and then it says established in 1954. Now you know I know how old you are, 
So when I saw that, I was like, 1954, what does that mean? And as soon as you start talking about grandma, I was like, oh, yeah. okay. I know I know who that's for. Yeah, okay. that's grandma. But that's a good way to keep her in spirit, you know, to keep yeah. her kind of, you know, keep keep your thoughts about her. And, and like you said, her wondering, like, look at my boo out here. And you want to know what's crazy, too? She used to work in the medical field. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she really living through me. <laughs> wow. That's what's up. It's crazy. Yeah. And I think that had a part of me, like, going through that transition with okay. the fire department, trying right. to be an EMT and everything. Okay. So I was just... But Grandma got that. That ain't for me. Right. I'm sorry, Grandma. You got that one. <laughs> <laughs> right. But but it's all it's all about trial and error, though. Yeah, true. Like, it's not, it's not about every time you think you're going to do something, it, that's going to be your niche. It's mm-hmm. just something that you like, you know what, let me try that. I, I, I'm going to do that. I mean, can you imagine how many jobs I've had? Can you imagine how many places I went and thought this was going to be the job and mm-hmm. then turned out it's not the job? I mean, I had to go through 15 years of managing and, you know, going through different jobs until maybe, like you say, maybe six, seven years ago, really like, damn, okay, I know what I'm doing. I can do this. And so now it's just like, now I got to try something else. Then I in IT for a little bit. I mean, it's, it's okay. But I think I found out that ultimately it's time for me to be my own business. And yep. I think more, I don't want, I hate to say our people, but I think even just from a younger generation, I think they got to have a, a, a mindset of they see what the country is, is like now. They see what society is like now. It's, there is no... Um, it's not set up for us to win. No, nope. you know what I mean. It's not set mm-hmm. up for us to win. So it's always going to be this this target for us to be better than we were yesterday. And that's kind of my 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 um, my mantra for the show. Like, be better than you were yesterday. Like, if you had an opportunity and you messed up, and you and God give you breath to wake up again, just be better than you were yesterday. I mean, we all gonna make mistakes. We all gonna do stuff. But we have that opportunity where we can be better. And right. so I think I want to, you know, just allow the younger people to have that that voice. And you being, like, like you being a voice and having Facebook, IG, and your own. I mean, I'm sitting here looking at your own website, just knowing from where you came from and who you are. I'm like, Joe, I'm super proud. But that has to that has to generate to another, a, not, a lot of more young people. So I wanted to get you on so we can kind of spread that energy, show that love, you know, kind of get it out there so people can know, you know, you can, you can be something, right? You just yeah. got to, you know, you got to just, you know, put some, put some effort into it. Yeah, just stay, stick to your process. Like, it's not going to happen overnight. And I think that's one thing that a lot of people of my generation failed to come to realization with, like, if you're working, use that job as a crutch. Like that's what right. I'm doing right now. Like a lot of a lot of young people don't want to work. Right. They want to either run the streets or just do something that's like quick money, thinking like, oh, I'm good, I got this. Like no, that's not where it's at. Like everybody want to be famous and successful overnight. Overnight. That's not real life. Nah. Yeah. So starting now, I would say getting a job. That's where the money at for real. Right. And then you just gotta know how to budget. And when once you do start getting your business operating, never mix your your business profit with your personal profit, you or go. you never really gonna see what you making. You I learned that this year too, boy. I had broke down reading them numbers. I was yeah, like, buddy. dang, I could have been out of mama house. Exactly. But that's that comes that's along with of, it. You yeah. at least I got to see that, and with me keeping track of everything, I know that 
for now and for later on down the line so I won't make the same mistake. And now they got they got apps, they got websites, you put it in. Yeah, that number's at my favorite, my best friend now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. So I mean I'm happy to, I'm happy to hear that everything is, you know, going, you know, you know, the way you, you know, thought it could be going. And I think it'll even go even further. I mean, because when I look at some of your work, I'll be like, damn, that damn shit, that's nice. I'll be like, that's that's not and when I comment and post, I mean that's that's real talk. I'm like, yo, that's some that's some nice shit. So when we kind of talked about it the first time, trying to get hooked up and connected, I mean, I, I don't I don't try to um, I don't try to force anything. Mm-hmm. I try to like let things happen the way it need to happen. So I mean, right. it's a lot of times I, I schedule people, you know, on you know to come on and you know things happen, mm-hmm. and I don't just press them out. But it just seemed like when it's supposed to happen, yeah. it will happen. So right. even when you was like, man, I'm in traffic, hey, come. <laughs> I was like, all right. I, I mean, ain't saying like that. No, no, I mean, I was sad too. I was like, I don't think I'm. I mean, not, yeah, not saying like you want to go come, but I'm just saying even with that, I mean, I'm I'm okay with that because I'm like right. at, at one at one point, whenever we supposed to do it, it'll get done. And mm-hmm. so, but I mean, you you push through and you came. So yeah. I appreciate that. So man, listen, man, me and Shay, we got a lot more to talk about, man. Um, first half was great. I mean, I'm 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 proud of this young lady, man, to see how far she's come. But we got a second half coming and try to. You know, kind of see where she where she's at with the business now and where she wants to take it. So we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back, y'all. I'm with Shay, man. <laughs> Cause all a nigga tryna do is hustle, hustle. Stack my paper more, I can't lose. Ain't no other options for me, fuck a pick and choose. Fuck another Feed my family, I ain't looking for no trouble Been starving for a new way, you can't hear my stomach rumble Man, enough to say I fucked up before, then right I fumble huh? But that won't stop me, uh, beat the odds Rocky on the money, make a campaign Hit my speed, the next best thing Wake up with a purpose, gonna get it, that's for certain Put my life in my music, reality, my influence Listen, I prove it, black and gifted I'm some multi-mellow breeze now Love my brother, cause he never crossed me ten toes down He low, I pick Made a promise, I'ma hold my own weight up So we can get this paper It's now who never paid dues I lose, we lose TGR forever, abandon that Oh, I can never huh. Once, once with spurs as a feather Now we ain't flocking together Take flight like my mood, mellow breeze I'm in your two the way all a nigga tryna do is hustle, hustle Stack my paper more, I can't lose Ain't no other options for me Fuck a pick and choose Fuck another day, so I pick up and like my I'm right on attack mode Nigga want flex I'm sorry but nigga this is a no flex zone King on my throne, honey I'm home Look at my stack boy you grown up Look like you won't even fold up But under the pressure we hold up Let me get back operator You a rookie, I'll rank you for that paper I'm speed racer like I'm scum Let me get back to the matter at hand I'm coming out winning no matter the hand I'm hustling hard just to get to the bands Cause I know I got it Ain't no doubt about it It's been some cloudy days but I always 
My actions start to change with new activities If you ain't talking dollars, man, I'm sorry, don't got my remedy I'm all about the green if you talking positivity Cause all a nigga trying to do is hustle, hustle Stack my paper more, I can't lose Ain't no other options for me, fuck a pick and choose Fuck another day, so I pick up and light my mood Cause all a nigga trying to do is hustle, hustle Stack my paper more, I can't lose Ain't no other options for me, fuck a pick and choose Fuck another day, so I pick up and light my mood So the business has been doing pretty good. I think that for the most part, I think you, I would say that from what I see, you, you got a good foundation. You, you, you kind of um, started with the Facebook page, then IG, but then when I started the, the, um, the actual website, mm -hmm. and the website is pretty good. I mean, you got it set up, it's, it's, it's a clean layout. You know, you got, you know, about you, home, abstract expressions, wallpaper, cartoons, prints, commissions, book. And when I saw the book now, I was like, oh, okay, she really, book. yeah, when you say book now, so when people oh. come in to book you, and, you know, <laughs> yeah, do, for live painting. yeah, so I, I, I said that, now that's the business side, because now we're getting into, now I really need to get these coins, yeah. I really need to get these coins, so now that you were, you were telling me about, you know, now that you kind of got yourself established, you know, website and everything is up, you <laughs> was mentioning something about not, you know, just um, centering yourself over one type of painting, get into, like, what that means like you don't you want to kind of expand expand meaning i want i want to see my work everywhere whether it's on a magnet um shirts you know i'm doing shirts hoodies so clothing i got my shirt uh, yeah. pillows yeah. handbags like little tote bags stuff like that just little knickknack things because okay. i know everybody doesn't um necessarily like things hanging up on their wall so just things in that nature, but just also just branching out, trying something new, and I feel like that'll be my one of the greatest ways to at least get my brand out there more. Right. With, with, with different types of merch, mm -hmm. but you but you got your core group of people because I was going through some of these, I was going through some of these, um, you know, just just going through some of the the merchandise, like some of the the art, and I mean, sold out, sold out. <laughs> Let me see. Well, all of my work is are stock. originals. Out of stock. I mean, that's what's up. <laughs> out of stock. I'm like, damn, out of stock. For real? And, I mean, I, I saw one. I'm trying to think which one did I see. Um, I saw one. Um, and uh -oh. it was the uh, More Money, More Problems. Oh, yeah. Out of stock. <laughs> Captivity. Out of stock. But oh, no, no. Actually, that one, it's not for sale. Okay. They just didn't have that option to put up on there. Oh. Cause the camp is really huge. The camp is like thirty by forty. Oh. It's really big. And so, and so, when people and when people go on here, do they have to actually click on the actual picture to see how big it is? Or to, I mean, cause you give them a price, but how like how would somebody view and be able to know? Oh, well, how big is this? Or what size is? What would I put it at? So when you click on it, basically just shows you how it looks up close. It doesn't necessarily show you the size. So when okay. I put. 16 by 20 that's what i should i should update it so 16 by 20 that's like an average size canvas that's small 18 by 24 medium 24 by 36 is larger so 
That's how it works. And that's something I should probably adjust to. Just, to just giving people. people the option. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they may want it, but they might not want it in a big size. Mm-hmm. Or they want to get multiples. They may get one bigger, one smaller, yeah. put them all around the house. Because I know once I once I get set up, I got to get a couple of these. But like I told you, I mean, I'm going to send you my logo mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, just do your thing with it. I mean, don't necessarily think about me. Just just look at the logo, listen to a couple episodes and just, yeah, zone out and do whatever you want with that joint. Because I feel like that's, that's, that's <laughs> you can make it as big and small, whatever, however you want to do it, it don't matter. But I did a couple murals too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Really, too, and I don't include mine because it was mine. It was personal. Okay. But I, that's something I'm, I want to um, possibly get more into doing. Because okay. for real, for real, it's like, it's like a bigger canvas. Right. That's how I look at it. But then you got people that, that may have a, that family member or that or that event or, mm-hmm. you know, bring you that picture. Can you do this? And you and you do it, but you do it your way. I mean, cause yeah. can't nobody do it how you do it anyway because it's your style. Mm-hmm. So, so talk about, you know, Outside of the outside of the um, the merch and you know kind of you you were talking about you know kind of having your own place and bringing people in so they can kind of have their own you know do their own shows as well. I, mm-hmm. I, I was I thought that was important because it seems like a lot of times when we're in business, a lot of people tend to not want to branch out and allow other people within the same industry mm-hmm. or within the same type of business. To branch out and say, "Hey, I got a spot. Come through, man. Have your business at my spot." Yeah. It's like we 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 we, we don't we like we have an olive branch for mm-hmm. people to help us, but then when we get there, we we, we take our olive branch away. It's like uh-huh. I don't understand that. So kind of expand on you talking about you know wanting to be somebody of a somewhat of an olive branch to other people to kind of come in and do business in your establishment. So one thing that I've learned. As I myself, I tried to get my work in a couple of museums. Sometimes try to get in contact with curators. It's extremely, extremely hard, especially in D.C. with the prices and the market um, in the area. So, my mind, even though I I do initially, I plan on getting my own studio space. But thinking way ahead of that, what I solely want to be doing as far as my business, I would like to have a storefront setting mainly so that of course my artwork is going to be displayed everywhere but i'm allowed a couple artists to have their work posted along the um facility either monthly or yearly but that would be a fee within itself and whatever they make that commission goes straight to them i don't want to make no money off of my artists that's in the store okay everything will be generated from People are allowed to host events there, so you can host the baby. But when they, but when they drop that cash app, you can't deny that. Nah, that's that's, that's <laughs> on you, Slim. <laughs> they drop that TT. Oh, oh, okay, good job. So yeah, I I basically just want to make it a very versa, universal setting type thing, so you can host a baby shower there. You can have your own art show. I might I'm gonna have a couple of my own shows. Poetry slams, right. everything. I just right. want, I want to be more accessible to other people where, where so they may not have access anywhere else. I need, I need you to, I need you to get that up and running because I'm definitely coming in <laughs> and we, and we gonna do something and bring people in and you know at least even if it's my event, is that your, is that your, your venue? Yeah. People come in and be like, Kev, hey, do you think? Look around. Do you think? Yep, so yeah. that's that's the that's the main goal, and that that's something that I've thought of recently, actually. Cause okay, it's like I know, all right, got my business going. 
I'm generating my profit. I'm getting my little money on the side, but how else can I grow? What do I really want to be doing outside of just paying? Because to me, the, the way I see it, it's always, it has to be more. You got to want more, got to want more. Right. So that's something I came up with, and I think I'm going to stick with it now that I have a more set vision or where I see myself. Okay. And so how much, how much of the success, how much of the, um, the, the, the foundation do you, um, accredit to your mother and your father? My dad, 95%. Hey, ho, look, I just asked the question. I ain't get that. I'm doing pops oh, first. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> you know, cause I mean, mom. What's crazy? Let me tell you about. Let me go to Hope. Let me go to Hope. I'm gonna skip. I'm gonna skip over Pops real quick. My mom, when I first started painting, she wouldn't even let me put a picture on the wall. Oh wow! I guess, and to me, that was like, dang, my painting some shit. <laughs> wow. And then you mean not, meaning like not hanging like she in the was house? like, no, it's in the house, but she went like, if it's in my room, it's cool, but okay. in the living room or in the kitchen, you're no. not putting that shit on my wall. So I'm like, wow. <laughs> I don't need that type of energy in my life. (laughs) That sound like your mother. Oh, my God. So, like, recently this year, I want to say around, not January, that's earlier in the year, probably around, like, April, she was like, well, if you don't have any more room in your, in your, uh, on your wall, you could just put one in the room. I'm like, oh, now you want my work in your lip. So I guess it's it's exceptional now. Oh, she yeah. didn't like it at oh, first. Yeah. Oh yeah, it take time. Yeah, it take time. But um, she's cool. I think it's grown. My art has grown on her. She's been to a couple of my art shows. She's my number one supporter. She always posting for me. Right, I selling that. to her coworkers. Mm-hmm. So she ain't one day one. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Even though she get on my nerves sometimes, I still love you though. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so so pops how what, what was the influence with pops man he could be a pain in the butt too and i'm sure i can with the both of them but with him i think it just took me a little bit more time to actually put my pride aside instead of thinking like i got this i can do this on my own because i did that in school too when i played basketball you couldn't tell me nothing i heard <laughs> So, yeah, after I got um, some strategic, like, plans and tactics and other strategies and stuff as far as marketing and knowing your target audience, how to price your work, instead of doing it based off how everybody else is doing it, I had a a much, much more better understanding of how everything should be done. So, they both had a fair amount um, of... You know, coming together with helping me with everything. Mm. And so, and so, what, what, what was what was Grandma's influence? <sighs> that was my my partner in crime right there. I heard. <laughs> yeah. So, her is just that's no question. I don't even. She the reason I'm doing. It. She the one who initially got me to start even drawing at all. I didn't even know I can draw. I thought all I could do was shoot a basketball. That's mm. it. And do a couple of other sports. But I never would have thought that I would have gotten this far doing this at all. If you would have asked me what I wanted to be when I grow up or 
what did I want to do outside of basketball? I couldn't give you an answer. Mm. So because it was just basketball. It was just basketball was life, and then when everything took a different direction, I was just like, you know what? I don't know what I'm gonna do. Right. <laughs> and so it was kind of like a gift and a curse. I mean, because once she once she was gone, you felt that pain, you felt that remorse, but it was like now I can kind of, you know. Be a blessing in disguise and kind of make something in yeah. memory of her. Yeah, it's still it's still uh, a process, believe it or not. Right. It's still a process. It's still not easy, but I just found a better way to deal with it. Even though I have my days, you know, right. just as anybody else would. But it's all a process and a part of my journey. So I just try to embrace it. Best you can. Yeah. Right. And I, and I, I mean, I think about that too. I mean, because it's it's. It's days and times I think about my dad, and uh, I just go back and remember, like, some of the conversations we've had, you know, thinking about, you know, some of the Redskins games we watched. That's when the Redskins was winning. But, um, you know, we I, I just go back and remember, you know, some of the stuff that he was saying. It's like you, you, you don't realize <clears throat> what he was telling you, you know, 20 years ago until mm-hmm. now, until you're in a situation, and you just, for some reason, hear his voice like, remember when I told you? And you're like, dang. Yeah. How the hell? So it's just like, even though they gone, and like you say, you got your good days, your bad days, but for the most part, for me, is I'm getting a lot of the positive stuff that he was reinforcing in me now. Yeah. Now that I'm a man, I'm older, I'm a father, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of the stuff that I saw him doing, mm-hmm. I'm trying to do at times 10. <clears throat> so even though they're gone and we have hard times dealing with the fact that they're gone, I think the best that we can do is remember them and try to, you know, live as, you know, freely and, you know, goal-driven as possible. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's one thing my uh, dad always tells me. Man, you sound just like my mother. I don't know what I'm going to do with you. I'll be like, what? But um, She rubbed off on you in a good way. Yeah, but the 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 crazy part, it's not crazy, but the, the weird part about the whole thing is, my grandmother, she never really, she never really put her work out there that much. I think she had it in a few schools or something like okay. that before, but she was always a little afraid that somebody was going to take her idea. Oh, yeah. So I, I don't have that trait. And you know That's what? I'm, I'm gonna give you a treat real quick, just to let you know, never stop doing what you're doing. I got a man, his name Mark Blair. Shout out to Mark Blair on real estate. So he told me that when he first um, thought of an idea what he wanted to do now, what he's doing now. He's a broker right mm-hmm. now. He's a broker. And if you, I mean, since you're getting into real estate, I can definitely lock you in with Mark. Okay. Because um, he do seminars and everything at his at his, uh, at his his shop. And so he told me that he had came up with an idea that he wanted to kind of, you know, branch out and do some stuff. And, you know, he told somebody, you know, about what he wanted to do. And they went out and tried to do it. But they couldn't do it the way he did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I had another homie named Omar. <coughs> Shout out to Omar Hill. He told me the same thing. He had an idea. He told somebody. They tried to go out and do what he did, mm-hmm. and they only did it once, and he did it 43 times. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, at the end of the day, it's okay you know, for you to have an idea, and it's okay to share with people that you think may have the same vision. Sometimes they might not. Sometimes they don't have your best interest at heart, but nobody can ever do what you want to do the way you're going to do it. That's so they can, they can take it from you. But that, cause I mean, I remember a buddy of mine. We were talking. He was like, "Man, but everybody got a podcast. What's gonna set you, you know, what's gonna set you apart from other people?" I was like, "Well, first of all, cause I'm me." Mm-hmm. 
and you know, other people don't have my experience. Other people not from where I'm from. Right. Other people don't have the same type of experience that I've had, and they don't walk in my shoes. So right then and there, I'm gonna be a little different anyway. And so for me, I just feel like I can't stop doing what I'm doing just because there's other people out here doing it. Right. That's just like did McDonald's stop when they saw Burger King? Did yeah. Taco Bell stop when they saw uh, what's the other place? Uh, Damn, I can't think of the other place, the other, uh, the other taco place. I can, but you, but you know what I'm saying. It's like yeah. just be okay. Prime example. Did did KLC stop when they saw Popeyes? <laughs> no. No, and and it, and it's a, and, and if you go, it's a it's a if you go up a Marlboro, it's a it's a Bojangles, and then it's a Popeyes that they just built right next to Bojangles, mm-hmm. and people still go to both. So it's like that that tells me right there, like just because somebody's doing what I'm doing, don't mean I got to stop because. They doing it better than me. Yeah. It's people that might have their own show that turn around, oh, my man, he on Monday night. Let me see what he talking about. Mm-hmm. And I do the same thing. I, I listen to T.I. I listen to I, I listen to a, a plethora of podcasts now. And not because I want to try to take what they do. I kind of want to get my own niche. I mean, I might hear something. I might write it down and take it from them. But I want right. to get my own niche and, 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 and understand that, you know, it is going to be people out there that do what I, that do with, that do the same thing that I do, mm-hmm. but they're not going to actually be able to do it exactly the way I do it. And that's what I had to learn too recently <clears throat> with everything that you just said. Also with that bit, like everything that you just broke down, embracing it. Cause it's like, it is a lot of people that's doing something that's common than the next person. And it may be that one thing that that person takes from you. You may feel like they trying to copy you. But really, that person probably is inspired by you. Mm. So, wow. I think it could go either way. Either way. But That's you never know. Like you said, some people don't have your best interests at heart. So right. they might try to, like, steal it. But they can't tweak it right. in a way that it can, like, pop off. Right. So I think it can go both ways, but either way, the way that I'm thinking now, I've been training my mind to see the good and everything. So right. even if somebody else approached me right. and they was like, oh, I want to do this. And it could be something that I had already told them about. I'm going to be right. like, all right. Do your thing. You got my, yeah, you got yeah, my, my, yeah. my best wishes for you. I yeah. hope it works out. Yeah. So I think that's just, that's just some another thing that a lot of entrepreneurs, not even entrepreneurs, but people in, in general, general have to deal with. Right. But it's all about how you perceive it and right. how you look at it. Right. Well, man, I mean, I'm glad you took some time, man. I'm glad traffic ain't stopped you from coming, mm-hmm. man. I appreciate you coming through, man, and just chopping it up a little bit with me. And I think, you know, just sitting here talking to you, I think after a while I may um, I make you a call on the phone because I got a few ideas of some things that I want to do personally. And I want to be able to kind of open up, you know, the content on my, on my YouTube page. <laughs> so I think I may have an idea that I might run past you. Um, and I think you may, you know, you may, you may flow with it, you may not, but I think you, know, you may. I'm a I think, that jump. Yeah, I think, I, think, I think you may flow with it. So I, I mean, just sitting here and we talking, chopping it up, and I, and I think that's why I do like to do this because when I'm sitting and I'm letting the other person talk, I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, you know what, I can, oh, I can try this. So I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm like, man, you know what, I'm gonna run some by, and then you know we we gonna see what's up. But I'm, I'm gonna send you, I'm, I am gonna send you the logo. All so right. you can kind of do what you do with the logo and I definitely will post it up. Um, the t-shirt that I got, I got blessed with a t-shirt, so I'm definitely going to wear that and make sure I put that on IG and tag you on that so everybody will know. So before we, you know, sound off, kind of tell everybody where they can find you, all your social media, all your your your, your, your um your, your, um, your website, you know, where they can find you and all that good stuff. All right, so again, my name is Mache Turner, CEO of Butter Ovre. That's B-U-D-D-A-O-E-U-V-R-E. You can find that on Twitter, 
Instagram and Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And y'all know who I am, man. I'm the sixth man. You can find me on all of my social media outlets on YouTube. I am the sixth man on IG. I am Real Talk Six Man. And on Facebook, I am The Real Talk with the Six Man. So I feel like at the end of the day, man, if there's anything that you want to do, just do it. I mean, don't kind of, you know, of course, think about it, write it down, map it out, but don't let anybody stop you from doing what you want to do. Like I tell everybody, man, y'all be easy and don't do nothing I wouldn't do and definitely be better than you were yesterday. This Shea Butter one more guess. <laughs> it's like, nah. But it's been a pleasure. I appreciate talking to you and everything. Y'all make sure y'all follow me. Hit me up for anything you need. Last but not least, you have been tuned in to the Real Talk with the Six Man. I'm sure. out. Appreciate it. Chapur's Clothing is a new stylish black-owned brand established in 2016. They explore unfamiliar territories in the clothing industry by tailoring their Euro Street vibe into their entire product line to enrich their vision to their customers and all of their clients. In a world where you can be anything, Japuris says, be you, be versatile. Japuris clothing can also be found at www.shopjapurisclothing.com and Japuris clothing is also an official partner of this show. Real talk with the six man. Japuris, be you, be versatile.